baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Good morning, Lee. Good morning, Tara. All right. A shocking, also not so shocking article in the Wall Street Journal Mm -hmm. shows the quite frankly shocking extent to which the CDC just flat out lied to us about the COVID vaccine. I mean, to, to the point where it wasn't they got a couple of things wrong, but they, you know, gosh darn really meant well. I mean, just fantastical. Uh, lying and uh, you know just well let me dive into it because I mean the 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 human damage they've done with this vaccine is almost incalculable and the media is now beginning to go through the the to, to go through this and to admit what the truth is that so many people knew and said on places like Facebook and Twitter and got right but were censored let me tell you what I'm talking about this is causing quite a stir um, because to say what I'm about to say, and I'm just reading it from the Wall Street Journal, um, even a year ago, year and a half ago, I mean, you're you're done. Your Twitter account's getting iced. Your Facebook account's getting iced. And it doesn't matter if you're a vaunted virologist or even the inventor of the mRNA technology in the shot. It doesn't matter who you are. You are not allowed to speak it. You could be like uh, Jay Bhattacharya, one of the world's foremost virologists a medical doctor and virologist out of stanford and it doesn't matter you would get censored and that's how we got here that's one everyone wrote that's how we got here the wall street journal um acknowledged two shocking things okay the first was that peer-reviewed studies two peer-reviewed studies now show that all those boosters they're giving um is Speeding up the mutation of the virus, causing the spread of the virus, and causing new waves. I reported that over a year and a half oh, ago. Oh, yeah, I remember show. that distinctly. That there was there was evidence to show. Yeah. That that all of the vaccinations were, as you said, speeding up the process of the mutation. I even was able to predict during the first vaccination wave when the second vaccination wave would occur. That it would be uh, four to five months later, and sure enough. Yeah. We had the uh, the the biggest wave was not the first. It was the, the it was the second. The, the second yep. in the summer. Yep, in July. Yeah, of 2020, and we haven't we didn't have one this summer. Why? Because it, because there wasn't a, a mass vaccination or a mass boosting four to five months beforehand. It causes the waves. Okay, and and like how did I know that? Well, because I was listening to Dr. Robert Malone. He was part of the team of doctors who developed the mRNA vaccine and he tried to warn anyone who would listen. He tried to warn the Trump administration. And he tried to warn the, the, uh, the Biden administration. And they went so far trying to shut him up. They not only took all of his social media accounts, um, they barred him from LinkedIn. So he couldn't even put his resume up. And he was right. Mm-hmm. And listen, Malone got the vaccine. What he was saying is, cannot mass vaccinate into a pandemic you cannot do it he said give it to a very small 
most at-risk population or you're going to get wave after wave. And it got so bad, Lee, I started to question, do they want wave after wave so they can continue with the lockdown? That's what I think. I think they knew and they just like their lockdown power. Okay, it gets even more shocking. Growing evidence suggests that repeated vaccinations may make people more susceptible to COVID. That's jaw-dropping. Growing evidence suggests that repeated vaccinations may make people more susceptible to COVID. Okay, well, where, where, where'd that come from? Oh, studies printed in Nature and the New England Journal of Medicine, only a top five in the, in the world medical journal. Yeah. We are at such a point of censorship, Lee, that to just repeat what the New England Journal of Medicine published is controversial. If you quote science. If you quote science. science. Yeah. Yeah. Just let that sink in. So who's most success, you know, success, who's most susceptible? Those of you who keep getting these boosters. Tell your doctor to stuff it, pick up a medical journal, and read something. If your doctor pushes that booster on you, find another doctor. Your doctor is dangerous to you. They are so uninformed. Because we are at the point now, you can point to the Wall Street Journal, the New England Journal of Medicine and Nature, and ask your doctor, what is wrong with you? Why are you pushing this booster on me? Read science. Um, and there's still doctors out there doing it. I get them on the text line. I just bang my head. It's the second part of the Wall Street Journal article. It's most shocking, though, that people who have been vaccinated and boosted multiple times are more susceptible to infection. More? I, I, have, I have some anecdotal evidence about that, Tara. I have a family member that recently contracted. Now, this this family member had not been vaccinated at all, period. Never had. Got COVID-19 for the third time. Third time. And now I have another family member who was vaccinated, boosted, and got COVID-19. And in fact, it was one year ago, almost to the day, that after I had had the two-phase vaccine, contracted COVID-19. Almost a year ago to today. My dad was fine until he got the second vaccine and COVID nearly killed him. He got a terrible, terrible, terrible COVID infection. Yeah. Almost killed him. Yeah. And so I am very afraid of my father getting COVID because he's been vaccinated. I know his immune system is shot. And so I've made sure I've got him ivermectin um, so that if he gets even the, t- the slightest sniffle, he takes it. It works amazingly. He's now got everybody he knows taking it with zinc. Um, and he's and he said to me several times, he'll tell you, wow, I never had to get sick with viruses. I didn't know that we could have just we I mean, we should have ivermectin gummies. We should have it over the counter like we do aspirin. But they don't want you to know that. And so well, that sounds conspiratorial. Oh, you mean this from the people who told you take your shot? You won't get covid except it causes you to get covid. Something interesting, too. Right now, you can still get the vaccine for free. Pretty much you go and you ask for a shot. You're going to get a shot. If you ask for treatment, you've got to have it prescribed by a doctor and you either have to pay for it or insurance has to cover it. So we're handing out the vaccine, but we're making you pay for or have the, you know, get a prescription for the the treatment if you actually contract it. I just find that interesting. It's all geared to produce more waves. They're trying again, Lee. They're trying. Oh, this new eight. What is it? HBB. Oh, we should be scared. Yeah. Kiss. Kiss my keister. 
They just want their COVID powers back. That's all it is. Um, listen, to this. this is the Wall Street Journal study uh, story. I'm still going. There's a third study. This one in the Cleveland Clinic by the Cleveland Clinic peer reviewed found something even more troubling. Susceptibility to COVID infection goes up the more boosters you get up. Confounding expectations. Yeah. Except those of us who listen to, you know, the world's foremost virologist, the inventor of the shot itself. We're not confounded. Um, but those people were censored, as it turns out, Lee, for telling the truth. We'll never know the death toll they racked up. And, and they're still at it. Listen to this. Those, this is the Cleveland Clinic study. Those who received three more doses, three, okay. Workers who received more, they looked at workers, more um, like healthcare workers. More doses were at higher risk of getting sick. Those who received three uh, um, or more doses were 3.4 times as likely to get infected as the unvaccinated. 3.4 times more? That means over 300% more likely to... to, Okay, wow. Those who received two of the doses, the the COVID shots, were only 2.6 times as likely to get COVID as the unvaccinated. Now... I am certainly no math major nor a doctor, but that sounds like there's a correlation there. If this oh, that's study a is massive correlation. Yeah. yeah, and you know what? It's funny you said that um, because they write the correlation between getting infected with COVID-19 during the Cleveland Clinic study and vaccination is startling. Yeah, it's startling. The more vaccinations a person had, the higher the likelihood of getting a case of COVID. So the more you've had, the less it's likely to work. Yeah, and the sicker you'll get. I mean, you know, more likely that you'll get sick. That's a better way to put it. But, um, but yeah, so, okay. Now, let's go back to what our government did, and we're learning this in the Twitter files today. The CDC used the FBI as a gatekeeper to go in and um, censor people who told you what I just told you. In other words, they weren't trying to help. They censored the truth. And the truth was that the more of these you got, the more like or likely you were to get sick. I mean, that is um is shocking. Well, that, but it's and, not- that and the fact that a federal agency, which was a law enforcement agency, was being used to police social media to restrict information out there that was backed up by science. That was backed up by science. And put out there, again, by highly credible people we should have been listening to. Not weird websites. Virologists who were censored, including those at Stanford, Oxford, Harvard, Johns Hopkins, and the inventor, uh, or he's a member of the team that invented the uh, mRNA shot that is the COVID-19 vaccine. Technology. That's who got censored. I would love, we'll never know the number of dead. We'll never know it. But again, Lee, I am as convinced today as I am at the time they did this because they wanted wave after wave after wave because they were tripping on their power. And I think their goal, and they failed, thank God, was to get to uh, COVID passports, which is digital ID. Total control. Those passports would have tracked you everywhere you went under the, you know, 
ostensible reason was, oh, we got to track the spread of the virus. They just, they, it was, it was, it was total surveillance state stuff. And to see the FBI involved in this, like they are, as the gatekeeper for the CDC shutting down accounts that it turns out were telling the truth about this. There's no words for it. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. Can you imagine a world with no serial killers where no killers ever get away with killing anyone again? In fact, no one gets away with anything again. Crime is an old-fashioned concept, something we reconciled a long time ago. Can't do it. You'll get caught. It, look, it's fascinating. The story of how they caught the Idaho killer, Brian Koberger. We have more details on it today. It's also a little scary. Because the FBI, who almost daily we document a new way they're breaking the law. They are a really a lawless crime family that has a veneer of a federal agency. Broke the law to catch Brian Koberger. Nobody seems to care about that because he's not a nice guy. They break the law almost every day. We have a different example of it. Headline from the UK Daily Mail, how the FBI uses genetic genealogy websites to nail murder suspects like Idaho's Brian Koberger. Agents run DNA through public websites, find their suspect, then secretly and illegally collect their DNA to match the crime scene. Yeah, they're breaking the law. No one cares, though. Hope Koberger's attorney does. I don't like him, but I don't want, it. I don't want them doing this to people. Now, here's what's fascinating. This is what we're literally looking at murder becoming obsolete. And that is fascinating. I mean, this is a double-edged sword. There's some good news here, too. They're talking about how the FBI tracked down Idaho murder suspect Brian Koberger. Okay, so this house is a party house, right? I mean, it's like a lot of college kids. They have parties multiple times a week. There's dozens and dozens and dozens of DNA samples in there. Nobody knows who's the killer and who's just some guy who stopped by for a beer. So they take all of the samples... And there's now two genealogy companies that will let you run your samples through. A lot of people think 23andMe or Ancestry. They actually do not allow law enforcement to do that. So good for that. Uh, those are the two big ones, actually. Um, but there are two smaller companies that have about 2 million profiles total that do. That do allow the FBI to do this. So... Starting about five years ago with the Golden Gate Killer, they began catching serial killers. I mean, in that case, it was hopeless. They were never going to get the guy. Now, listen to how wild this is, right? Because you're thinking, oh, I'm cool. I'm safe. I didn't, you know, I didn't do one of those ancestry DNA tests. Doesn't matter. Did anyone in your immediate family do one? They got you. Did your first cousin do one? They got you. How about your second cousin? They got you. 
How about your third or fourth cousin? Most people don't even know their third and fourth cousins. They got you. That's how powerful this is. If your third or even fourth cousin has done one of those like, you know, genetic DNA family tests, they swab, you know, you swab the inside of your mouth, they got you. They can find you. And they did. They took the samples from the house in Idaho, all of them, and started working backward. And there's now consultants who do this for you. They search the public databases. And if your second, third, or even fourth cousin ever did one of these tests, they got you. Then they work it backward. So they say, okay, this is a hit. This is a genetic relative of this person. We know by the DNA they're white and male, right? And then they work back. And they go through all kinds of public records, everything from social media to birth certificates, figure out who is related to who, and they work it back to Coburger. And then it hits ding, 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 ding. He lives seven miles away uh, in Idaho, and they got him. So they're working it back and then screening out people. You know, does he not live in Idaho? He lives in Texas. Okay, it's probably not him. He could have gotten a car and done it, but odds are unlikely. Oh, look at this guy, Koberger. He lives seven miles away. They got him entirely that way. So they build a DNA profile on you. They run it through police databases like CODIS. If you're not in there, if you haven't committed a crime, doesn't mean a thing. It doesn't mean a thing. So um, the commercial, by the way, some people are asking this, the commercial DNA companies that that sell it, not Ancestry.com or 23andMe. They are not selling it. But GED Match and Family Tree DNA do allow it. And even though they only have 2 million people in their databases, they're very small companies. You know, once you get out to your second, third, and fourth cousin, odds are somebody related to you is in there. Do you know what that means? Anyway, they're, they're interviewing people who are consultants for this, who do this for law enforcement agencies. And they're saying, yeah, I mean, they think the next five, 10 years, all murders will be run through here. It's almost impossible to avoid it. They're going to be able to get anybody. Um, and, they're, and they're in the process of like digitizing and mechanizing this so it goes faster right now. It's kind of a laborious process to do. And think about the implications of that. And then with Koberger, the way they were able to, to figure it out was they then went, got a warrant, said, okay, well, this guy, Koberger, we think, you know, based on his DNA, family gene- genealogy, uh, we think it's him. Let's get a cell phone. This guy's cell phone. And they found that he has basically been stalking uh, these four. He keeps turning up in places they were. So let, think about this. You've left a DNA footprint. And they said it's almost impossible not to. You, you can't do it. I mean, you go somewhere, you're going to leave DNA. You leave a DNA footprint, you leave a digital footprint, they got you. So on the one hand, this kind of makes serial killing obsolete, right? Are you going to be a serial killer? You're not getting away with it. Maybe you leave your phone at home, it would help, but you still got the DNA problem. You're not getting away with it, but here's the problem. They get really good at this. You're not getting away with anything. And in a society where increasingly the left defines any disagreement with them as a crime... You can see the problem here. And it's fascinating. Anyway, one of the experts in here in the in this uh, Daily Mail story is saying, um, you know, that they are encouraging all police departments, all sheriff's departments to basically start coming to them with all murders first. Just, you know, 
get the DNA, run it through CODIS, you know, the police database. If you don't get a hit in there, come to us. We'll get your guy. I mean, wow. Dedicated to answering the question on this show, where are they going with this? Have you heard about this teacher? This is in uh, Canada. Canada has a new human rights code that bars discrimination against people on basis of their self-identity. Remember when I warned you about self-identity? I did the day after the gay marriage ruling. I said, watch that. That's go- that is going to be a problem. When liberal law professor Jonathan Turley warned it was going to bump up against the Second Amendment. I remember Kennedy in his uh, gay marriage opinion had just thrown it in. He created a new right out of thin air. It had nothing to do with gay marriage. It was the foundation for speech codes. And I said it at the time. I was freaking out over it. And I was right. Oakville Trafalgar High School in Ontario. Ontario. All of this is coming here. Why do you see what happened here? You heard about this guy? Okay. What what you're about to hear is a blue on blue brawl. Okay. This is these are these people are all liberal. This is there's nobody conservative involved here. So the kids show up for school in the fall. There's a teacher there. It's a dude. He dresses as a woman and says he's a woman, right? He's patently and plainly a dude. Nobody cares. Parents don't care. They're cool with it. They're totally cool. Right? So that's not the issue here. That this guy is a trans-identified male teacher. That didn't cause any problems. and no parents pulling kids out of the classroom until the kink started. The what? Kink. K-I-N-K. He started off the years of, you know, very obvious male dressed as a woman, said he was trans, everybody was cool with it. Nobody could complain anyway because of the human rights code. And he told his class that he identified as Kayla Lemieux. That's when the crazy stuff started, about a month into school. He started showing up wearing, really, you've got to see the pictures. There's just no words for it. Wearing unnaturally sized prosthetic breasts. I'm talking 30 pounds each. Gotta be. I mean, I'm just looking at it. I, you just gotta look it up. Kayla Lemieux. Wearing unnaturally sized prosthetic breasts and see-through sheer blouses with no bra. Uh, I'm not gonna go any further with that visual. I, I waited the kids were in school. Yeah, gotta see it. Total see-through blouses, and I mean not a little. Prosthetic breasts with, quote, this is from the parent's letter to the school board, erect nipples and skin-tight shorts along the panty line. So what do you think happened next? Okay, so this is total blue on blue, right? So parents are cool. They, they think it's great that their kids have a transgender teacher. Nobody complained till the nipples and the kink. 
and the other fetish gear, including leather bondage belts. I don't even know what that is. I guess if I was in Lumio's class, I would. Ah, uh, yeah. This is a high school. Now, whose side do you think the school board's on? Of course. His. Hers. Sorry. I, anyway. Parents simply asked for the implementation of a formal dress code. One where it would be inappropriate for your erect nipples to hang out. School board said no. No, no. That would violate Kayla Lemieux's rights under the Ontario Human Rights Code. Kayla has rights, you know. Gender identity and gender expression are protected ground. I don't see what that has to do with kink. The concerns of the parents were dismissed and those protesting were called transphobic. Again, nobody here. These are This is blue on blue. This is a blue on blue brawl. No, none of these parents had a problem with a transgender teacher. It's the kink. The school board claims that the school system is legally unable to ask Lemieux not to wear fetish gear in the classroom. Well, the lawyers for the parents say that is, quote, so stupid and contrary to law, we wonder what motivated it. <laughs> anyway, the attorney uh, for the parents said that the school system is a victim of wokeness. So this has gotten, I mean, this has gotten world attention. Lemieux now does videos on YouTube, skydives with the boobs hanging out. Anyway, so far the kids are losing and the school board is winning. Never mind that the kids are subject to dress codes. You want to know where this is going in our country? Right here. I've been telling you for a long time, this is not about transgenderism. It's not. It's about the kink. It's about the sexualization of children and using transgenderism um, and tolerance and diversity to push it through. And that's only the first story this morning. Did you hear this one? Do you remember the Wii Spa in San Francisco? This was a big deal. Uh, women's changing room. This is about a year and a half ago. Women in there and young girls, fully intact dude, comes in, buck naked, walking around. How shall I say? Aroused. Just walking around. So there's a, a black female who gets very upset. She goes to the owners and the managers and then the owners. She's screaming and yelling about this. She feels violated. She wants them thrown out. They say, no, 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 we can't violate his rights. He's getting, he says he's a she. And so he gets to walk around in that condition. Well, I don't know if you remember this. We played the audio. Um, protests broke out. Antifa started showing up and beating up the protesters, intimidating them. National news story. The poor woman uh, in the video is vilified, is transphobic. She's a hater. She's a terrible person. Blah, blah, blah. Well, the police get interested because they just want to know who this guy is. This broke this week in the UK Daily Mail. You ready for this? You know who he is? He has some poor transgender woman. Discriminated again. Oh. He's a sex offender on the run? Yup. And this is the shocking part. This shows you what is going on in America. Think about this. 
2002 and 2003, this guy was convicted for public exposure. He likes to flash people, right? That's illegal. He didn't claim to be transgender then. It's just what he did. Well, that qualifies you for the sex offender registry. Plus, he was already considered unsafe because he had histories of assault and burglary. This guy's on a, I mean, a collision course. So the judge orders him to register as a sex offender because his uh, violations qualify him. He not only doesn't register, he goes on the run. That's illegal. So he's, want, he's a wanted sex offender. He doesn't register. He's a criminal. Now he's sitting in the wee spa, buck naked, committing the same crime we prosecuted him for in 02 and 03, but now we're supposed to celebrate and we're told that the victims are the aggressors. That's not even 20 years, y'all. Anyway, um, the police were looking for him. He had a he had a two hundred three hundred fifty thousand dollar bond. They were uh, trying to find they find the reason he was in the UK Daily Mail this week. They finally caught him. So this guy, all these protests were over. All this outrage was over um, because he's a woman. He's being discriminated against. No, he's an on the run sex offender with a history of exposing himself to women and girls who never identified as transgender until it became convenient. By the way, the UK Daily Mail caught up with him, as did the police later that week. That was the good part of this story. And he explained, listen, it's not, and he says, listen, it's, the, it's not my job to conform to the world. He said, it's the world's job to conform to me. So it's a crime. It still is on the books in, the, in, in 2002, 2003, but now we celebrate. And trash the victim. That poor woman, the, the black woman on the on the video, oh, she got absolutely destroyed on social media for being a bigot. Folks, I mean, where, serious question. I wonder this every day. Where are we going to be in a decade? Where are we going to be? Texter writes, I now need to cut my eyes out. Holy bleep. I can't unsee this. Um, and I'm going to end it all now. Thanks, Tara. L-O-L. Poor guy. Googled Kayla Lemieux. A classroom teacher who says uh, her, he's an intact male, transgender identity includes kink. Uh, which she wears in the classroom now when teaching students including leather bondage gear massive prosthetic breasts and a totally with erect nipples and a totally see-through shirt because diversity anyway the school system defending lemieux's right to do that the parents freaking out you know what is amazing to me if that's my child's teacher and again to emphasize for those of you just tuning in kayla lemieux is a is a dude who identifies as a woman. So he's openly trans, okay? Nobody here has a problem with that. The first month of the year, um, he was openly transgender. Parents were cool, because this is a very blue school district. These are blue parents. These are these are liberals. Just that That's not the problem here. This is a blue-on-blue blue brawl, and I am loving it. No, the problem didn't start till Kayla Lemieux uh, started wearing the skin-tight, panty-lined pants 
with the massive prosthetic breasts and the see-through shirt and the kink gear, the fetish gear, which the school system says, I mean, they can't stop it. So kids are just going to have to see it, folks. Want to know where they're going? It's where they're going. I've told you from day one, this is absolutely nothing to do with diversity, homosexuality, acceptance of it, or acceptance of transgender. This is none of that. This is just cover to get this into our schools. Any way they can. Any way they can. And look, you know, it always starts like this. Oh, come on, Terry. That's one blue school district in Canada. Yeah, but the same human rights legislation that protects gender identity, which now apparently suddenly involves kink, prosthetic breasts, panty-lined skin-tight shorts in the classroom. Democrats are trying to pass that here. In fact, to pass the House, thank God we took the House. They just couldn't get it through the Senate. By the way, Jordan Peterson, you ever follow him online? He's great. He's a psychologist in Canada. They now have speech codes around this. And he is on the verge of losing his psychology license because he criticized Justin Trudeau, the liberal leader of that country, on Twitter. And not in an offensive way at all. He criticizes him regularly. He's been given this option. He can either go through, I kid you not, social media re-education training or lose his license and ability to be a psychologist. This will happen so fast here. If they ever get the numbers again that they've had in previous years, House, Senate, and presidency. I mean, we are on the razor's edge of this and we're watching it in Canada. But it's coming. And look, folks, we just got, it's going to be easier to fight now than it will later. People need to start standing up. They need to start fighting. All right, let's jump on the common sense retirement planning text line. Uh, text writes, hey, Tara, sorry if you've already discussed, but it's fascinating to watch who in the conservative media is lined up behind McCarthy and who isn't. Um, what, what is their grift? I think, I think that's what you meant. Text writes, hey, Tara, I'm a teacher. I'm not even allowed to wear ripped jeans, much less bondage wear. Oh, you just wait. Give it five years. I would be fired immediately. Put your kids in Christian school now. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 